Christmas is a time for love. It's a time for love. But have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed that the closer we get to Christmas, the less love we feel? Have you ever noticed that? Right now, love is in the air. Our neighbors are decorating their houses with bright lights and tinsel. And angel tree gifts are flying off the tree as we were just talking about a moment ago. Uh, complete strangers are buying gifts for people in need. If you go to the stores right now, probably not the mall because the mall is just crazy. But if you travel to just about any other store right now, people are holding doors for one another. They're, they're opening the doors and they're smiling with each other. Uh, the checkout clerks and the customer service people are all smiling and they're happy and they're friendly. Right now, 20 days out from Christmas, love is in the air. But what about five days or three days or even one day out from Christmas? Have you ever noticed that love is not so much out in the air as it is on the ground, beaten up and trampled underfoot just before Christmas? Years ago when I was in seminary, the Christian book distributor uh, company, uh, which was a catalog and an online sales uh, company, they opened their warehouse several times a year. And they invited the public to come and shop. People would travel from all over to uh, come and shop in the warehouse. And people would literally get in line, and the line would wrap all the way around this huge, big warehouse. And I used to joke that uh, seminarians and pastors and uh, housewives would sharpen their elbow points. They would do this the night before the big sale. They would sharpen their elbow points so that they could get in close to the Bible table and they could just kind of get in there and say, that's my Bible, that's my commentary, that's, that's mine, that's, that's my love language's book. And they would just kind of beat people out right by the table. You know, th there was this book-grabbing frenzy that would happen. Like people were like foaming at the mouth for the Bible. And I always thought that was an interesting picture. Well, that's now the picture that has gone from Christian book distributors, their sales, to now that's the way I see Christmas a lot of times. I see Christmas. The closer we get to Christmas, the crazier people seem to be. The crazier they seem to be. We, we have to get that next gift, or we have to be the best host or the best hostess. We have to, to, to really um, get the perfect picture and make sure that it's all set and all right to, to complete that to-do task list, right? We have to get that done before Christmas gets here. The closer we get to Christmas, the less people seem to love. And yet, Christmas is a time for love. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more love we will experience. From today, there are three weeks until Christmas. Three weeks. That's 20 days or 480 hours. And as you hear me say those words, you can choose to get stressed out and think about all the stuff you have to get done in the timeline that you have for the next several weeks. Or you can frame it this way. How can I use this time? How am I going to use this time and love more over the next three weeks? How will I love more over the next 20 days? Or how can I love more over the next 480 hours of my life? Essentially, with weeks to go, how am I going to love this Christmas. Christmas is a time for love. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more love we will experience. But for some strange reason, it seems the closer we get to Christmas, the less love we have to give. 
all the activity and the hustle and bustle of the holidays, it seems to do something. It seems to steal our ability to love. And as Christmas approaches, our love tank seems to dwindle and get less and less and less and tilt towards empty. And here's, here's my theory on why this is. I'm going to share you with you my theory on why this is. I believe it's this because of this. It's not easy to get close to Jesus. It's not easy to get close to Jesus. Anybody can get close to Jesus, but it's not easy to get close to Jesus because getting close to Jesus is challenging. It requires us to be self-sacrificing, and it requires self-discipline, and those are hard for us to do. We love Christmas, right? We love Christmas. Christmas is like our favorite time of the year. We love Santa, and we love the presents, and, and we love the holidays, and, and we, we love the lights and the music. We, we enjoy Christmas. We enjoy Advent. We love to, to light the candles and think about the season of love and joy and hope and peace. But at the end of the day, if our focus is on these things, if our focus is on these things, then we're missing we're missing the reality and the purpose of the day. We're missing the meaning of Christmas. It's like going to a, a, hol- a friend's house for a holiday meal and skipping the main course and going right to dessert. It tastes good, but there's no substance in the dessert. There's no substance, and it leaves us with a tummy ache if we did that all the time. These things that we chase after at Christmas time are all good, and they are all fun, and they are right for us to do. But if Jesus isn't at the center then these things are going to exhaust us. These things are going to exhaust us. They will distract us. They will steal our time. And I guarantee we will end up wanting more if we chase after this without Jesus being at the center. In the third book of Malachi, in the Old Testament prophet, uh, we read the following words. And Malachi says this, says, Look, I am send- God says through Malachi, Look, I am sending my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. Then the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come into his temple. The messenger of the covenant, whom you look for so eagerly, is surely coming, says the Lord of, the Lord of heaven's armies. But who will be able to endure it when he comes? Who will be able to stand and face him when he appears? For he will be like a blazing fire that refines metal or like a strong soap that bleaches clothes. He will sit like a refiner of silver, burning away the dross. He will purify the Levites, refining them like gold and silver so that they may once again offer acceptable sacrifices to the Lord. Then once more the Lord will accept the offerings brought to him by people of Judah and Jerusalem as he did in the past. In our church, we talk a lot about forging relationships, the importance of forging relationships. When we came up with that idea or that image several years ago, uh, the leaders of the church spent many hours discussing the similarities of forging metal and forging relationships. Hours and hours of the concept of forging metal and forging relationships. The blacksmith spends countless hours working a piece of metal, heating it and and treating it and hammering it into the desired shape until ultimately that piece of metal takes the form for which the master has created in his mind or in her mind. Part of the process of forging that metal is heating that metal up or smelting it. 
which is the concept of burning away all the imperfections, just getting it to the most purest of purest form, refining and refining until only the best metal is left to work with. In this passage of Malachi, the smelter is Jesus. And Jesus is the one working with the silver and working with the gold until it becomes pure. Pure metal is the best to work with. Anything with imperfections is worthless because a master craftsman can't use it to produce anything of quality. It's been said that a smelter is only satisfied with the purity of the metal when he can look into the metal and see his face reflected back. When he can see himself in the metal, that's when he knows that the metal he's working on has become its purest form. Christmas is a time for love. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more love we're going to experience. The closer we get to Jesus, he will work with us, and he will work with us until he can see his reflection in us. That's the goal. That's the goal. The problem is this process of getting close to Jesus, it can get hot for us. It can get uncomfortable. It's hard and uncomfortable because Jesus is refining away all the stuff in us that's fluff, all the dross, all the imperfections, refining and heating, purifying. It is difficult because all the, the yucky stuff kind of goes away. God is love. And if we want to see love this Christmas, the best way for us to do that is for us to get close to Jesus. If we truly want to see love this Christmas, we've got to get close to Jesus. Santa and the reindeer, Frost and the elves, they all have their place, and I hope that we can enjoy them. But it is, and it, it's good for us to celebrate at this time of the year. But with 20 days left before Christmas, how can you make sure that love is a part of your season this year? Get close to Jesus, and he will bring love into your Christmas like you've never known it before. Each year during Advent, I like to recommend that we as a church, individually, not just as a church corporately, but individually, that we take time and find an Advent devotional that means something to us. Uh, so over the years, I've mentioned there, there are devotions that I have done that maybe you've done. There's uh, things like Arnold uh, Yitriad's uh, Historical Fiction, Jotham's Journey or Tabitha's Travels. These are storybooks. They're historical fictions that you can read that, that he's written uh, that you can go along every night and read more of this story, and it just draws in these truths of, of getting closer to Jesus. There's the Version Bible app, and I don't know if you've looked at that recently, but there are so many Bible apps available to you, different devotions on the season of Advent and Christmas that you could find one. Some of them are five days long. Some of them are 20 days long. and Some anywhere in between, you can find one and just every day have a reminder. Come to your phone. We use the Bible app here and, and love to, to do so. Max Lucado, a couple years ago, I actually did this book as part of my message series. But Max Lucado this year is doing a free Advent devotional. Every Monday he drops a new video. And you can watch that video and, and go along with the study group at any time. So it's up to your own timeline. But you can sit and you can grab a cup of coffee and for 30 minutes just read this book and, and then go to the devotional online and spend time with others who are doing the same thing. This past week on the radio, I heard accessmore.com. Accessmore.com, which has got faith-based products and podcasts and ebooks. There's a woman named Arlene Pelicane. And Arlene is giving away a free ebook that she's just saying this is great for Advent. It has like five activities that you can do and five lessons that you can do during Advent. And then I think there's even five service projects you can do by yourself or with your family accessmore.com. There are so many different places that we can go to look for some kind of 
devotional that will help us not get caught up in the crazy, which is, it can be good, but to make sure Jesus is at the center of what we're doing. If you want, stop by our lobby. We have devotionals printed out there. They're seven-page devotionals, and, and you've got some things that you can do. Again, they've got a prayer, and they've got a, a reading, and they've got a lesson and an activity that you can do. Just something to make your faith come alive during this Christmas season. The point is that Christmas is a time for love. And the closer you get to Jesus, the more you're going to experience that love. The more you experience that love, the more you're going to have to share with others. You're going to be able to share that love. And so what if today you started a devotional, a Bible app, for example, and how would you approach the next three weeks if every day you were getting some more of that Jesus time in your diet, that love was going to grow inside of you? If you started doing the work now, drawing closer to Jesus, by the time Christmas gets here in a few weeks, perhaps your love tank won't feel so empty, but it'll feel fuller. You might go from sharpening your elbows to fight for something at the line and really instead sharpening your pencil so you can write down your thoughts or write down a prayer or write down a thanksgiving or a way that you can help others. This year, make time to get close. Draw close to Jesus. Do a devotion. Pick up your book or uh, pick up your phone. Do one of the devotions that we have in the study. Find something that speaks to you that will help you draw close to Jesus this year. Christmas is a time for love. For God so loved the world that he sent Jesus into the world so that you and I would have a direct connection to God the Father and that we might have eternal life. So use these next three weeks well. Enjoy the festivities of the season, but don't let them distract you from the ultimate reason that we celebrate. Christmas is a time for love. And the closer you get to Jesus the more love you're going to see in your world. Amen. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this season of Christmas. We thank you for this season of Advent and all that it means to us. God, we pray that you would speak to us. Uh, Lord, we, we confess that we are tired. We are tired and we can see that the, the to-do lists are mounting and we can see that there are expectations upon our time and upon us. And Lord, it almost seems impossible for us to find time with you. But Lord, I pray that you would give us uh, a sense of your spirit today. I pray that you would give us uh, the strength and the courage and the ability to look at our schedule and to push back on some of the crazy. And Lord, that we would be able to find that time so that we can make time for you and find more love in our season of Christmas. We pray this all today in Jesus' name. Amen.